0: Hi, we're here at NetApp Insight 2017, uh, doing another keynote review. So I'm joined by another two uh, keynote attendees, fresh from the keynote, uh, to give us a view of what they thought of uh, day three, so the uh, the final general session of this year's Insight 2017. So before I find out what they uh, they thought of it, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? So I'll start with you, John. Uh, introduce yourself, tell people who you are, what you do. Yeah,
1: so John Warren, Group IT Manager at Vital Engine Utilities, an, an engine company based in the UK. Uh, a very varied job role, to all the commodity stuff in IT and then I'm always looking to maximise Vital Energy's data impact.
0: And can we find you on the social media Twitters and the like? Yeah, so Twitter uh, at, at John wone uh, the same on LinkedIn. Okay, so plenty of places to find you and uh, and Mick, uh, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, I'm Mick Kehoe from uh, Logicalis in Dublin, Chief Technologist there.
2: Uh, primarily around data center and and data, so I'm now also on the center of excellence in Europe for for our data initiative which is kind of cool, and on the Twitter I am at Mick
0: Kehoe with one K, -K M-I-C-K-E-H-O-E, and same on LinkedIn also. So you said there about your job role, this is kind of uh, data center of excellence, Um, you're just touching on that there, so obviously we're at a data management conference, so what are some of the kind of things that you heard in the keynote this morning uh, that, that kind of resonated with the conversations you're having, what caught your attention? One of the things that stood out for me this morning was the NASA piece that that was on, talking about the
2: data coming back and the tiny amounts of data, but critically important, very important data to understand what's going on on Mars. We talk about data now and we go to customers and if it's not hundreds of terabytes, we kind of lose interest. But actually there's some really, really important stuff that's tiny. Uh, um, and that that for me is very interesting because I'm now looking at data more of uh, how we can bring things to customers, more than just can I sell an amount of tin, because that's what we've done in the past, but more about trying to drive value from that data and extract information and, data, uh, and make that data valuable to customers. That's something that resonates with me hugely. And it kind of just made me sit back and go, it doesn't need to be lots of data, tiny little bits of data can be hugely important. You know? So and, and that's invaluable
0: stuff they're, they're bringing back from another planet, you know? so that's huge. Yeah, and I think that ties in with something that we heard yesterday, that the value of somebody's data depends on who the somebody is. So, like I said, it doesn't have to be masses of data. It can be lots of tiny bits of data, but because the, the value is there for you. And I, and I thought I was a, a good example of that today. Yeah, yeah, no, it was hugely powerful. And I think we all kind of sniggered a bit when we saw
2: the size of the data and the size of the bandwidth that they have to bring that data back. But actually, if we own that data, we could make a, you know, a reasonable amount of money out of it as opposed to chasing these big, large deals where, where it's petabytes of data. And we're all getting excited about things like Storage Grid, where it's petabytes of data. But is it valuable data? Potentially, no, it's not. So, so yeah, it's a, I think that was a hugely, yeah. Apart from just a great presentation this morning, the guy is, is excellent. It was really enjoyable. How many keynotes that, you know, at a tech conference get a standing ovation? That rarely happens, so that
0: was kind of cool. <laughs> So, uh, so what about you, John? So, what, what were some of the things that you heard at the, at the keynote this morning that, that stood out for you that you found interesting?
1: Yeah, I think I think what's changing is. I mean, I've heard this for the past probably three years I've been here, but this year it's been really, really powerful. It's been talking about NetApp and partners wanting to understand your business, not just wanting to sell you the latest and greatest Fazbox or, or 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 maybe that'd be something else. And the really um, and the really. They're really digging into you know what are your problems? How can we help help you solve them? Not just selling a piece of hardware and a piece of software. Uh, and I think the data fabric message around you know what's your problem number one, and then let's look at the best solution to tell to, to them put that on. Let's not you know let's not get square pegs in round holes. You know if there's something there which we can really help you with, you know whether that be solid fire, whether it's you know it's DevOps type kind of. Uh, mentality and it's uh, you know the, obviously all the quality of service and Mothership obviously coming back into ONTAP uh, but such an amount of products now you know it's, it's 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 almost at times quite difficult to keep up with what should be we where you know and I thought kind of NetApp are doing a really good, and partners alone are doing a really good uh, consultancy service almost when they're saying right what's your problem, w- w- where can we help you, know, what, w- what problem are you trying to solve and then let like us Jointly take that back to the business and, and, and let's kind of reach your business goals.
0: Yeah, I think that's something I've heard as well a couple of times is the, the idea that we can get swept up in technology, but it's actually, un, you know, we should never forget that basic of understanding the business problem, yeah. you know, and, and obviously somebody runs IT for a business. Is that the kind of approach you take?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, in my business, you know, and you know energy in the UK, you know, we, you know, we can't compete with, with the big six, you know, so we've got to do something different to what the big six do. So if we look at them, you know, our energy doesn't particularly work any better for the customer. It's not particularly cheaper than any, than anyone else. So we've got to then add value in what in effectively what we do. You know, and I, th- I think by understanding some of the challenges in your business, I make I make a very a very clear point. One to two days minimum, absolutely every month, I will go and work with the department, however that be, have, having conversations with team leaders or or wherever your managers. I'll go and sit with all the guys on the floor. And actually watch what they do. You know, we call it kind of an internal auditing almost, where IT will go around spend spend a bit of time uh, with each department and then come back with a solution on how can we improve efficiencies. You know, and how can we get the most value out of it. And for me, that's absolutely invaluable because then you you're going around and you're starting to see where the different bits of the businesses are all knitting together, and how ultimately IT can kind of bring that all back together. You know, really refreshing for, if, if for me, I get to see lots you know lots of different processes lots of different, uh, business processes and what i'm seeing from my point of view now is being if you you know for the more involved you can get in your business and the more you can understand it and it's really difficult to because we have a job to be keeping all the lights on every it department is as busy as never but you really have to silo those kind of days out and where you're saying right this is a long-term vision and this is and this is where we want to get to in six or twelve months and to enable us to do that you have to take with some short-term pain you know, and if and as long as you get with the business to, to kind of buy that, you know, to kind of get on board with you as well and to buy into that, you know, we've seen the benefits of that already, you know, by where, you know, we're, we're taking massive amounts of information, it's a massive storage headache and we managed to do some some clever things with it. And now the business is really prospering off the back of that.
0: Yeah, so you know, the importance of, of getting those decisions right and under, understanding yeah. the goal. So talking about um, understanding the goal, So uh, you, know, you, you guys are in a unique position for the for three of these we've done this week, which is that you've heard all the keynotes now. So bearing in mind what your expectation was at the beginning, have you heard all of the things that you would have expected to hear from an event like this?
2: Uh, yeah, I think it's great to see Dave hits on stage himself. I mean, a lot of this rests with him ultimately when, when, when they make promises two and three years ago around things like the data fabric. And, and I picked up the data fabric two or three years ago and I ran with it back to my customers I went, this is a great story. No one else is doing this. And I knew in my heart and soul when we had it on there, we had Snapmir basically replicated replicating from fast to fast that was kind of it and we had some on top edge things and the rest of it was kind of smoke and mirrors and it, and it will happen we're going to make it work and it's brilliant to see that it is mm-hmm. working and and um, yeah that, that, that's one of the things today just to sit up there and kind of you know look up the stage and go yep it's working and and i don't have to go back to any of my customers and say you know that story we told you about the data fabric that we promised you three years ago actually we can deliver it and it's it's there and we have some real use cases that that, that, that we'll be case studying soon where, where we're doing just that with things like nps and cloud on tap uh replication Heading then out to Altavault and Altavault to S3 for backups, mm-hmm. you know. So, so it's hugely, hugely powerful. And um, one of the other big things for me this week, I think, was yesterday. So, on Tap 9.3. So yes, we're seeing you know quicker cadence releases of ONTAP, and um, it's it, it, it's probably hard to keep up with some of the innovation and stuff that's coming out at them. One of them for me is an old favourite of mine, which is MetroCluster, and we now get MetroCluster over IP. I mean I'm willing to run around with my head over my shirt for that one because we've deployed a huge amount of metro clusters with add-on bridges and all of the complexity to make sure that we had a back-end fabric for discs to log into to make it a stretched metro cluster or a fabric metro cluster. Uh, I can't wait to go back to talk to not my existing customers, but maybe new ones where we can now do metro cluster over IP. That's going to bring metro cluster to the masses where we couldn't do it before. Particularly in our in our jurisdiction, in our location in Ireland, where we just don't have a country covered in fibre. It just doesn't mm-hmm. happen. You know? um, so it's it, that, that, that those those new things coming out. That, that's that's really part of the insight and customers that we have here this week, two of them are metro cluster customers. So we now have a new conversation yeah. to have with those guys as well and they can now spread their metro clusters that are typically kind of uh, within a campus uh, in Ireland to actually
0: going over the water, maybe into the UK and doing things like that because now they can do it over IP.
2: So it's hugely powerful.
0: So, so do you think that the things that NetApp have covered in their keynotes this week kind of reflect the conversations that you have with your customers? You know, they they are they are tackling the right problems. Absolutely, so,
2: so again, another, uh, um, Um, customer that we're working with at the moment, uh, all in the cloud, 100% AWS. Uh, They've made the decision that data is not going to stay in AWS because of cost and because of the inflexibility of doing things like test and dev. Um, And they, 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 again, we we went to see these guys and and they, they sat us down and said, what we're trying to do, and again, listening to customers to understand what they're doing, we would like to pull our data out of AWS and put it in a colo, but continue to use the compute. I mean, we, we, we couldn't get the slide out of the bag quick enough to show them NPS, you know, so so NetApp, <laughs> and and we, we, we've all had things in the last few years around NetApp and the direction with, you know, the whole cluster data on tap thing, but they really seem to have got it right. They seem to be bang on the money for what customers are currently looking for and those challenges of hybrid cloud becoming a reality and they're actually ready
0: to react to it. The other vendors simply aren't there. So John, as a uh, somebody who uses NetApp extensively in their business, you know, uh, uh, again, to so probably the same question, so, so across the, the keynote sessions and, and what you've heard at the event this week, are NetApp answering the right kind of questions?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I'll, I'll kind of touch on, on what kind of mix said there in kind of say, you know, it is kind of now a reality, you know, and you can now actually go and use all the stuff that they've been talking about over the past three years. And it's really refreshing to see a company you know promise something at the outset, and we all looked at each other i think when uh when it's first announced with the concept of a ever a, a fabric and went wow that's actually really powerful and if that could get in- you know get in production and it is at the minute, what a play net up have here you. you know and again it's, a, it's as a as a, as a customer you you want options you, you don't want be locked into a certain particular Tech technology type or a certain piece of hardware or a certain piece of software and being able to move your data you know and i think something that's resonated with me really kind of heavily over the past couple of years is applications change your data never does yeah and, be, and being able to move data in between different you know physical environments or virtual environments and, be, and being able to move that data in between and leverage the latest and greatest thing at this time so whether that being azure whether or whether that being aws that's really powerful and I don't see too many other people doing that at the moment and being able to have options. You know, whenever I go into board meetings now, it's you know but the first question I get asked is how much and how quick. And I don't have to go and re-engineer a solution on right, I need to then hack data out of this, I need to put it in AWS, I need to I need to run this this you know a certain script. The worst thing you can have as a customer is lots of data silos, you know, and if you can have everything under you know under, under kind of one platform you can move data where you need to utilize it utilize all the great stuff in AWS and know, and know the hyperscalers and then bring it all back home again that you know that's a massive advantage and what NetApp of built can't be you know it's you shouldn't really underestimate what that, what that is because it's a massive plus
0: okay no, that's great and I, and I actually I really love that phrase applications change data never does hmm. um, so I'll, I'll be stealing that and <laughs> using that on a regular basis next time we're in a meeting together I'll use it and claim it was mine <laughs> So, um, well look guys, well, th- thanks for that, appreciate that uh, kind of immediate feedback, so um, I know we're on the last day here, well, the, the, the last main day here, um, so enjoy the rest of your day uh, and enjoy the uh, appreciation party, uh, if they like to call it later on. Well, thanks I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure.